everybody. We are recording in a literal, this is not figurative, uh, abandoned Boy Scout camp. Bunkhouse? Bunkhouse. I think we would call it. Surrounded yep. by bunks. Surprisingly comfortable, I will say that. And I think the audio, for whatever reason, better out here than it's been anywhere else we've done. Um, <laughs> sitting with us is obviously Mike and I and our hetero life mate, Kurt Stewart. Hello. And we've got a special guest. Brett Zambito's here with us. Yo. Um, Going to call this one as it is, man. Bigfoot Part 2. Um I put a poll up, and it was a shockingly high percentage of people that wanted this as opposed to um, exorcisms, which will be fun. We should actually do that out here, too, because that'll be fucking wild. Um, (laughs) What I wanted to start off with, as I have the notes written, is there is 400-plus new sightings every year. 400 (laughs) documented and reported sightings. Um, And obviously, at this point, there's probably hundreds of thousands over the years. I mean, this stuff... Guaranteed not reported. Well, that's the thing when you listen to like the other podcasts about this and people are telling their stories. How many people don't say anything? And I get it because you don't want to sound like a complete, you know, lunatic. Um, especially you know, the first one I was going to start off with is the story of Abe Canyon. I don't know if you've heard that one or not, but those guys were prospectors and. They're like rugged dudes, you know. 1600s. Yeah, yeah, spent spent a lot of, I mean, spent, that's what they did. They spent their yeah. time in the the wilderness and were, like, very accustomed to being out there. And they knew the wildlife. They knew the scenery. You knew, you, they knew what to expect. So basically what happens is these guys are out there. They're prospecting for gold. Um, and they built themselves a small cabin. It wasn't meant for comfort by any stretch. There was no windows or anything like that. It was, you know, it had no windows, anything like that. Um, pretty much just solid walls. Pretty much. For the most that's, part. That's yeah. Just a meant. place to sh- shelter. Shelter yeah, while they were there. Basically, yeah. as you could get is, is what they did. And uh, I think it goes, they get up there, they get everything set. And originally, like when they first got there, they would do like a campfire every night outside of the cabin, obviously, too. Um, and sit around and shoot the shit or whatever. But the story starts <clears throat> as, I think, because they had said, like, when they would go to get water, they somebody would just all get alone, go alone. The person would always go alone, because it was only, like, a couple hundred, or not even, I don't know if it was a hundred, a few meters away from where they were staying. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a big deal. So a guy goes out to fetch water the one time, and he starts hearing whistling. And he, it starts off as he hears it in one direction and then hears it also in, like, the opposite direction. He didn't really think anything of it um, until they had said that the moonlight was so bright that he looked up and he saw a figure standing. It was bipedal. Um, and it was so bright that he could actually make out some details. He could tell it was, like, a hairy, you know, covered in hair, sort of humanoid no. shape. Was this before they even had a name for this canyon, too? I think so. I think yeah, because like I think they named it yeah, after, after that. The fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so he again, he's hearing this whistling as he's going, and at one point decides to take a shot at this thing. Well, actually, I think he raises his rifle up, and I don't remember if he took a shot first or if the thing saw him raise his rifle up and then bluff charged him. Because at one point, whatever it was, charged him and then like completely deviated path and went off into the woods. I think he shot at it and missed him and hit the tree. Yeah, he hit the... I remember that because he hit the tree right in front right of Right in front of him. And then this thing fucking yeah. charged him. And uh, then, uh, you know, eventually deviated path or whatever. So that night they decided to, you know, forego the campfire that they would normally. And then from then on had said, like, if anybody goes out, you don't go out alone. Um, and the funny thing about this story, too, is these guys swore to each other they would never tell the story. They would never tell a single soul what happened. You know, they were going to do their job and then go. And I guess from what I was reading, too, like, they were doing really well. Like, they were finding gold. Yeah. You know? Um, and then at one point, too, the guy, they'd gone out, I think it was the following morning, and found a footprint. And they measured it, and it was 19 inches. Jesus. Right. So, like, Fucking these guys who have been, you know, I think the guy at first, it was like, well, it was a bear. It had to have been a bear. This is where we're at. We're in bear country. And then he sees his footprint, and it's 
you know, five toes, but it's 19 fucking inches long. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, the guy's like, this is not a bear. Like, I don't know what we're dealing with here, but, you know. Um, and I think that, was it that night, too, they had continued to hear, like, whistles and different... So they could almost tell, like, something was communicating, for, you know, lack of a better term. Um, but that night, they had all gone inside this windowless cabin, and uh, I think... Let's see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. They started hearing movement outside the cabin, as I, as I understand it. Yeah. And um, they decided at one point, because they were coming up and, like, slapping the sides of the cabin and all this shit... <clears throat> and they could tell that there was multiple whatever, whatever they were outside. So they decided to barricade the door. Yeah, because I think they were testing to see if they could, could get Weaknesses, in. Weaknesses, yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. the fucking velociraptors from Jurassic Park. <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Clever girl. <laughs> but uh, through the course of the night, then rocks had started to hit the, the cabin. And it wasn't like pebbles. So they were like, they could tell there was like substantial rocks hitting the side of the cabin. Um and then at one point, something had thrown a rock, and it had actually broken a small slat in the side of the cabin. And, <laughs> um, so, they, I mean, the guys finally had, like, a view out of what was going on, and they had said, like, they could see multiple things running around, like, running around the cabin. At one point, I think they were on the roof. Yeah, they said, yeah. too, like, they were up on the roof. You could yeah, they were trying the to get in from the roof any way they could. So then yeah. it continues to escalate to the point where something starts going after the barricaded door. Yeah. And is not able to get in, but and the guys were saying like when I was reading the story they 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 said as such that like we built this cabin we know that it's sturdy we don't know how sturdy it is we don't really know what's happening here but anyway so these guys got this small slat and uh, at one point this shit's fucking wild too something reaches in through the slat and these guys are all sitting around they're all wide awake you know I mean like you know whatever as you would be in this mm-hmm. situation something they said I don't know if they said the size of the hand, but a giant hairy hand reaches in and starts feeling around. And they're watching this happen because there's moonlight through the slat. And it eventually grabs an axe and is trying to pull the axe through the fucking slat. But it, I think he's, I think it, it said that the guy had like, just in a very quick reaction, it turned it in such that it couldn't pull yeah. it out. Um, you don't want these eight foot monsters to have an axe. Yeah. Right. The, the real, real creepy part about it too is since they had that slack, because eventually, after trying to take the act, I think he shot at it. Yeah. And I think he said he hit it, hit one of them, and then they heard what they thought was a retreat. And then a couple hours later, it was as such that they could tell that whatever was out there knew that they had a line of sight through that slat. So they never saw anything run by it again, but they could hear them running around the cabin mm-hmm. again. Like, I, can you even imagine? Like, what the fuck does your... How do you wrap your head around mm-hmm. that sort of thing. You know, you know it's not people. Yeah. Um, 1800s, too. You're out in the middle of fucking yeah. unexplored country, too. Like, right. It's not... That's why I think those are some of the best accounts. Yeah. Because people, they didn't they well, didn't know. Well, like Politis says, like, all them places that have uh, those weird names, like Devil's Lookout. And, yeah. Like, they all got a name for a reason. Well, you know what's funny? This is a bit of a tangent about that, too, but when you hear those old, like, songs, like, and fairy tales, a lot of that shit was based to oh, yeah, make yeah. children yeah. afraid. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Saying, like, whatever, I can't. You gotta also think, too, when Lewis and Clark were up exploring, you know, checking all that out, they saw a grizzly bear. They had no idea what it was. What they never they had never seen it. Their, fire, seen their like firearms it. couldn't damage it. So, right. you gotta, you So, know. I mean, in the same vein as that, imagine yeah. being so familiar with where you're at, the settings that you're in, excuse me, this happening. Yeah. Again, we, we were talking about this before we got in here and started doing this. You see something that your brain can't register because it's not supposed to exist. It's not supposed... You hear the stories, and whether they're real or not. I mean, I, I'll repeat it as I always have. If it's 99% bullshit, but 1% of it is real, <laughs> yeah. then, you know, I mean... Yeah. I mean, my question is, is was it reaching through... And it knew it was looking for the axe and grabbed the axe <laughs> and just happened to got unlucky because they were trying, trying to cut to through the door. Something. I think he was trying to pull something out. That's crazy. Yeah. Happened to get a grip on something. I don't think he knew it. If he knew it was an axe, that's even worse. Like, I know there's an axe in here right. somewhere. <laughs> in this fucking right. Well, I, I probably, as I understand it, was coincidence that it happened to grab something. Yeah. Again. Possibly. Possibly. Allegedly. Who knows? So anyway, these guys 
Make it through the night. Um, and I think at one point it completely, I think they said like daily, it had completely com- died down. There was no activity or whatever. But then, you know, these guys come out and there's just, they're surrounded by footprints. Like these things have been circling them, not circling it because they avoided the slat. But to think something that is that intelligent to know that like they can see us through here, that slat can harm us. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. Whether you buy it or not, I buy it. I buy it too. I'll so buy it. <laughs> um, yeah, again, I, I quoted Training Day a million times when I said that, and he's, he's reading the newspaper in the diner. And he says, You know why I read this? It's entertainment. It's 99% bullshit, but it entertains me. So, again, if you take 1% of all the hundreds of thousands of people, and this goes back centuries, I mean, they, you know, Native oh, Americans have yeah. been talking about yep. this stuff. Which is always sort of an interesting take, how they view them as opposed to, like, the modern world. Yeah. You know, it was always a sort of, like, leave them alone, yeah. don't go to these places, and yeah. you'll be fine. Yeah. Some of them thought it was, like, a good thing to see one, and some thought it was a bad thing to see one. Like, like they all had different ideas of it. Like, right. Yeah. Like, I remember, like I was telling you, those the tribal police, they'll delay their response time. If they get a call that they think is about it. I was hoping that they won't. Hoping they won't see it. Like, yeah, I'll be yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna wait a little bit here. <laughs> How about them braves? Yeah. It, it, I mean, How about some dogs? Again, like, believe what you want, but this stuff, I, you put it best too when you said like 1800s. Like, what do these guys have to eat? It's not now where we're yeah. so flooded with social media right. and multimedia and yeah. all these things. Like, you, you're not. You don't have the tools to fabricate these things like we do now. Right. You know, you don't have these things to reference as we do now. Like, and, like Teddy Roosevelt didn't know what that was that killed that guy. That story was wild, he, too. He called it a goblin. He didn't know what it was. Right. I mean, <clears throat> I didn't take notes on that story, but the Teddy Roosevelt encounter. And that guy was a tough motherfucker. Yeah. I just told yeah. you the other day, I had read it. The Are you talking like, about the president? Yeah, 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 yeah. He wrote his book, he, Wilderness Hunter. Yeah. He has an account, the, the Bauman... Yep, yeah, that's what it was. Yep. Took a, I think it took a chunk out of a guy's neck. He didn't know what it was. He called it a goblin. Yeah. Right. Goblin. Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, you don't have the reference points <laughs> that we do now. And Bigfoot wasn't a term. No. You know what no. I'm saying? Like it just, it wasn't a thing that people talked about. I think it dragged the guy off, didn't it, and took a chunk out of him or attacked the camp or something. I Man, forget. I think the guy. Yeah, he was sitting by a fire or something. Yeah. If I remember yeah. correctly. <clears throat> and. The, like the first couple of nights, it would come up and I don't know if it was, but either way, yes, it literally I think snatched him up from yeah. the log that he was yeah. sitting on at one point or another. And Teddy Roosevelt was a tough motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Was no joke. I just read no. this like yeah. he had a fight club in the basement of his house. There's a story where he fought his wife, <laughs> <laughs> and he would like try to fight like these, you know. Um, yeah, he was a good. Bo- he, yeah, yeah, he was a good boxer. Yeah. Um, which again. Is it a yeah. tangent, but just that, you know, to, to say, to impart the truth that these people were in these stories, I guess. Is what and attention credibility to Credibility them. is a great way to put yeah. it, yeah. Because, again, just don't have a reason to make this shit up. And right. these guys never, into, I think they said within like an hour in a bar, these guys were talking about it. But I mean, but you start getting shit in it. You're scared out of your fucking wits. But I thought that was why. I, 400 seems like a low number, but in the scheme of things, 400 plus new sightings a year, that's pretty fucking wild. And we were talking about the confessionals too before we started recording. There is a theory that with the way the world is and the the CERNs, that the veil is starting to thin a little bit and that's why people are seeing these things more and more and more. Could be be biblical too. Could be many times. So by veil, what are you suggesting? Like it could be a... Interdimensional, dimensional, thing. and they're saying that you know, because of technology and the intrusion of the human race, and these things that we're creating, it is now thinning the veil through these dimensions or whatever. I mean, I guess it's all in theory, but yeah, that's what they're saying that we're creating things now that are causing what could have been. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean, like. Like a bleed through. Bleed through is what's basically happening, and and we're intruding. And I actually heard a really good story, too, that there was an older couple who lived across from, not across, but very near to a a preserve or a reserve or whatever. And 
for 60 years that they lived there, they would see like a car here or someone would walk their dog here. But during COVID, when everybody was doing everything they could to just be outside, then all of a sudden there's this place is flooded with people. Hmm. And that's when like the activity, would, they would look out and they would see these things at night. And the guy was like, I'm not saying it's this or I'm not saying it's that. But he's like, I've lived here for 70 years of my life and I've never seen anything. And then COVID hit. And all of a sudden there's people where people usually aren't. Hmm. And all, you know, he starts seeing yeah, these yeah. figures. And I like those stories too, where someone's hesitant to be like, well, it is this. Yeah, right. That's the thing with David Pallades too, is in Missing 411, he's never like, that's what it is. Yeah, it's yeah. aliens or it's fucking yeah. Bigfoot or it's this, that, or the other. This is the story as it is. These are the police reports. Take from it what you yeah. will, but this is the story. And they keep happening in these areas. And he yeah. tries to do it like a, a detective that's what he was. Yeah. Right. Again, so, credibility is... I noticed, I noticed interesting, too, that in his most recent documentary, he, he's been carrying a gun with him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I don't blame him, man. Yeah. There was a... Everyone should. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, a polite society. That's what I think. I heard <laughs> another story of an encounter where this guy, he was part of, like, a fishing club or something, and there was this lake, probably the size of, like, Probably smaller than Lake Alice, um, for those of us who, are, those of you who are around us. And you had to be a member. So, like, you had to go through a locked gate to get in. You had to have a code to get in and shit. Like, so it was, it was somewhat exclusive. Not everybody. It wasn't general public. And he had said, like, through the years, the memberships started to diminish. And he's like, when I first went there, you know, there's, like, college kids out there, like, partying and shit like that. But then all these things started to happen around there. And he's like, the only thing I can equate it to is something is scaring these people away. Well, eventually, this guy's night fishing, and uh, he sees something on the bank, and he was talking, he was, I don't know how many yards, 50 yards off the bank, whatever it was, but he could hear this thing's fucking labored breathing, and he was like, whatever it was, was really mad about me being there. So he's like, you know, he turns his boat around, so the front was not facing the shore, so he was facing the bank, and he's like, I think he said, he's like, I had a Ruger 9mm on him. (laughs) And he goes, whatever that thing was, had to have been 8 to 10 feet tall. And he raised his handgun at it. And then, at that point, he he could see the thing fucking, like, breathing so heavily. He was pissed that he was doing whatever he was doing. As soon as he raised that gun, whatever it was, was pissed. Yeah, they seem to know, like, firearms. Like, it's not good for me, yeah. Yeah. So they're Um, they're super intelligent from what? everything you, you hear. I mean, a lot of stories that you hear of hunters in the woods, every time they'll raise their rifle at it and yeah. look at whatever it is through the skull, they get pissed. Yeah. Um, which actually bleeds really well into the next story, too. But So anyway, this guy's on this boat, and he said he, he didn't want to draw off whatever it was on the bank because he was afraid that, like, yeah. it was going to, you know... He was far enough where he was confident that it couldn't get to him, which are a boat. I mean, <laughs> it's not like, you know what I mean? It's not... And he's limited space. It's a small league. Um, but you do. You hear story after story about hunters who will even just raise a rifle to look through the scope to get a better yeah. look at whatever the fucking thing is. And they get pissed. I remember there being uh, one of the encounters they talked about on Sasquatch Chronicles for that. You might remember this. Dude was some kind of government worker who had a busted up leg. He rented a house like it was like a... Used to be a commune out near the woods. And something was like riling up all the dogs and it would travel through the woods at night so he went out there to see what it was and i forgot what the hell he said he had he might have had his ruger mini 30 Mm. yeah and he said he was following this thing he had his night vision shit on and was following it and he lost sight of it and it had gotten behind him and he said he dropped down and was pointing the mini thirty at it, and he said it. It's by its body language, it was like clenching its fist. Stress. Like yeah, he was yeah. like, "This thing's gonna fuck me up if I shoot it." Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was that was his reaction. He was terrified. It's wild when you. <clears> and that mini like thirty that. would it? He would. It wouldn't even have done anything. To it would have been like a pea shooter. What five five six right? No, that's no. bigger. Mini thirty is really? bigger. Five five six is a mini fourteen. But oh, mini fourteen. Oh yeah. Okay. Mini, that's one thing I think about. With the amount of guns, yeah, that somebody has a bad gun. Well, Wes Germer says that damn near every episode. He's like, well, yeah. I don't have one in my garage, but he's like, I hope a body shows up one yeah. of these days. You know, he's, it's he's, gonna, it's gotta happen. 
But there's, there's theories on that too because Les Stroud, when he did his series on Bigfoot, he said, how many times do you go in the woods and find a bear skeleton yeah. or a mountain lion skeleton yeah, or even a deer? Yeah. Don't find them. It's My dad's deep. brought up the point too. He goes, all these guys with trail cameras, how are they not seeing there's them? There's theories on that too. And I've heard that they, too because they, they said they spot the strobe. Um, the infrared or whatever. Well, because like any ape that re- sees something that's... Mm-hmm. You know, in their area that they don't recognize, they'll avoid it. So, well, if someone know. comes in your house and moves the picture on your right. wall, yeah, you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna know. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about that earlier. Like, you remember, like, they kept looking for the orang pen deck, yeah, that short little I mean, it's a little Bigfoot, basically, pretty much. And everybody knows it's real, yeah, it's out there, but nobody can find it. Well, there was a guy I cannot get video or picture. Um, Nature is an interesting thing, yeah. for sure. Yeah, there was, a, there was yeah. one in yeah. um, some sort of like Tasmanian. Uh, it was a dog, and I can't maybe not a dog. I can't remember what, but ever same thing. They had said like they knew that it was out there. They yeah. knew that it was still exist, but you can't find no. it because it's. I mean, if something's really intelligent too, it's gonna. We would be the best thing to avoid of well, anything. That's oh, really. that's another thing too. You and I talked about this the other day. There's another theory out there, too, that at some point, if Bigfoot's real, whatever, they broke apart from us because, I, like, when, you know, whoever landed in America originally, vast populations of Native Americans were wiped out because of yeah. diseases they, they weren't used yeah. to. Their body, you know, their that, immune system that's, was... That's a big Indian story, too, is, like, these the, the people broke off from the Indians because of the technology, too. They that could be, too. They didn't right. want... This group didn't want to get involved in technology and they kind of broke off and stayed with nature. And that's like a big story and that's how they think, I don't know which tribe. Yeah, but we'd have whatever. to talk about evolution and how, yeah, would yeah. They, how would they evolve to be like Chewbacca? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, for yeah, lack of a, other, you yeah. know what I mean? So that, and even when, I don't think that'd be enough time yeah. in history to have that type of Drastic evolution yeah, from yeah, going from yeah. Native American hunter gatherers to that. You know, yeah. Yeah. Be like caveman. Yeah. Beyond. Yeah. One question too before you get to the next story. Are these sightings North America only, or are these from like? Have you heard of ones from around the world? It's There's a lot from, around the world. It's, it's pretty. It's are pretty there? I, I'm just. Yeah. I'm it's learning really, about this as we go here too, because that's the other thing is too is they talk about different variations of a species so like in describe differently in different one. right okay. so you know in the for Alps example or maybe yeah there's one the abominable snowman yeah, yeah. Yeti, like more like Yeti, more acclimated to okay the, i got yeah. you i got you australia yowie yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. so there's again whether you believe it or not this is centuries and centuries of stories stacked all around the world of these things and there's there's they've talked about how like up north how they probably had crossed that land bridge that was, you know, through Alaska yeah. and all that, too. So, yeah, I mean, it's not just Western culture that talks about this, necessarily. No, it's not. It's everywhere. Everywhere yeah. you yeah. go. And actually, um, in England, there has started to be, which is so strange because it's an yeah. island, so you kind of have yeah. to wonder. Like, that's a little wonky to me, well, how, like, that's possible, but there are stories of people seeing yeah. something. But those are I tend to be more rare, but um, yeah, it's it's not. I mean, the ones that I have are all from us, you know. Um, but yeah, I was curious. I you know I, I assumed that. Yeah, yeah. Well, orang pendex like a mini bigfoot, and like scientists have been trying for a while to get this because all the villagers in the it's like in India or something like like I don't know Asia. Orang pendex. I think that's. Asia, Southeast Asia, like Vietnam, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. And like all the villagers see it. They always see it. Like these people constantly come across it. They know it's real, but the scientists and they some of the scientists have seen it, so they know it's real, but they just cannot get capture it. Yeah, they can't capture it. Well, so that's so hard to capture. To that point, film. try to figure in the intelligence of something like that. Because even, like, chimpanzees are, they're yeah. fucking smart, man. Yeah. Like, people don't realize oh, yeah. how intelligent they actually are. Yeah. Maybe up that a little bit, you know, split yeah. our genes somewhere along the lines, something that's even more intelligent than that. And again, like I said, if someone comes in your house and moves your couch, yeah. you're going to fucking know about it. Yeah, yeah. Someone puts a 
camera on your wall. You're going to know about <laughs> it. You know what I mean? So in theory, yes. And then there's theories too of that, like, because I think it's, it's an elk. One of that, it's elk or moose or some shit, they can actually see the infrared oh, heat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, is it that that crazy? Are you, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's that crazy. Yeah. So something they don't recognize, they're not comfortable with, they're going to avoid it. No, and yeah. something that's um, primarily out at night. Yeah. You know, mm. I mean, they had, their vision is, have to adapt. Yeah. A good point, though, evolution, yeah, because millions of years are needed to evolve to that point. And I think now, since you were just talking about the perception that they, what they might visualize or their, their, uh, senses yeah. maybe we're uh applying a sort of a human condition to them that Could that be. that yeah. is not relevant it might not right, be right you know? because we are in the world that we are yeah and they are in the world that they are correct yeah. i mean that's a, they might be so hypersensitive to every everything detail yeah and in nature when we're we're so like removed from nature at this point we really are i mean <laughs> that's so, true i don't give a shit how much you're out in the woods if you're a hunter camper whatever you are still so desensitized oh, yeah, to yeah. the things yeah. around you. Yeah. That's not your life. That's not your everyday life. Yeah. So something that this is their life in these woods. Yeah. That's I think good, that's I think that that's a good point. Survival instinct. Yeah. So like that, that kind of gives the Indians credibility when they talk about like I mean like how these things are real to them, like the, mm-hmm. the tribes. Yeah. Like they they know it's out there. Yeah. But to us we're like, oh we don't know about it. But they know. There's no question. It's not like... Yeah, I mean, you got to imagine, too, years and years and years before any anybody even came here, they, they'd seen it. Oh, yeah. They were terrified of it. Yep. That's the thing, too. When Lester L. did his thing, and he was up in Alaska, and he was talking about Clemtum, he goes, it's not a matter of if they believe. It's just their daily life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The rare occurrences for them are when these things start to come in and go through their garbage. You know what I mean? Like when someone sees them in town. Yeah. Because there's one story too. The guy was calling them clam diggers. So like he, they would, it was a common thing. You would go out and you'd see him digging for clams. Mm. Which makes perfect sense. I mean, it's, it's a food source, an yeah. abundant food source. Yeah. And that's another thing too. You know, ocean life and lake life and river, it's not what it was. The food sources are not there. Mm. So again, are we, as humanity goes on and we're you know, destroying their homes. Is that why we're seeing yeah, more? Why? Or is it? Any <laughs> I've said it before, man. Any rabbit hole you want to go down, someone yeah. will support it. So, and and that's a funny thing too, because you also hear. I think we talked about this in the, the first one we did. There is the the two sides of this. There's the side that's like it's aliens. They're not of this world. You know that's where. We're, and then there's it's you know orang. Not a rain pendant, yeah. but uh, what's the oh. fucking name they use for it? I can't think of the oh, term. Gigantopithecus. Gigantopithecus, yeah. and they're yeah. just going back and forth yeah, like yeah. that. There's no middle It's ground. aliens, or it's portals, or they're fucking from Satan. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Or yeah. it's a you know, warm-blooded mammal that we just yeah. haven't figured out yet. Jesus Christ, and that's a whole thing. You can go they down crawled out. up through the hole from <laughs> hollow earth. But there, is, there are encounters. <laughs> there was one that I had read about where these people were walking a trail that they had walked multiple times, were familiar with the area, and this one's kind of wacky. But they were going, and they had seen something step out of nowhere, and then they ended up on this, like, island next to the river. So they were talking about how, like, it has yeah. to be some sort of like portal a, in like between. Trap almost. Right. Like, yeah. like, they weren't supposed to be there at that particular yeah. time, and because they were... They shifted to wherever they, and the guy yeah. was saying, he's like, I don't, there's no reason why we, because I know this place. Yeah. Well, and then a, you talk about time slips and shit like that, yeah. like how people lose time, you know. Yeah, it's a scary thought. If, if, if it's like an evil thing, an evil entity, and it can set, like, set a trap that you can't see, you know, yeah. a portal you walk through, and then it's in your But then there's those, those stories around. about people see them, and it's like the predator camouflage, like yeah, it's yeah. bending light. Yeah. Now, there's remember, multiple stories about how people have seen things through the trees. Yeah. And Dave, was, Dave yeah. Politi's talking about how the Indians had a belief there's a something that can hide among rock formations and snatch yeah. people. Like, yeah, and that's a like, lot of the missing 411 like criteria. Yeah. Like the people go missing near there. So that's, yeah, it's like they're gone. They're just just like gone. That. Yeah. Where the fuck did they go? I mean, like that one that one missing 411 documentary he did. Old guy, older guy, 
war veteran, armed, pistol, rifle, whatever. Pretty much just sitting on a rock, waiting for the younger guys to drive the. Oh, that's right. Drive yeah. it toward him. Vanishes. A lot of trace. And they had said, like, the guy... Rifle, handgun, everything, gone. Where's this guy going to go? This guy always had, like, a candy bar on him. Yep. That was, like, the thing he did, he always had, like, a snack. Yeah. No wrapper. And he wasn't too too far from the other guys, either. Yep. They could have easily found him. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. There's so many cases. That's the thing, too, is, like, you can call it what you want, but those stories, like, that one specifically... And there was the other one where... Uh, a guy had gone missing, but they found his coffee mug on a stump, his rifle there, and his pack or some shit like that, and he was in view of town. Yeah, yeah. Like, the yeah. guy could view safety from where he was at, but they never found anything. Never found a trace, never found... Dogs wouldn't find a trail. No trail, no, no nothing. Yeah. I mean... As a human, we, we strive to try to explain how the hell that happened. And so this is where the deviation comes to, like, where all the different... Because we're trying to justify and, 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 and... Well, right, yeah. And figure it out. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. you keep hitting that wall, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. What, it drives what nuts, because that's what yeah. you... Yeah. The, the human brain yeah. wants to find the... The logical, answer. Yeah, yeah. The logical, logical solution. Yeah. When there just isn't one. I mean... And that it, we know same, of yet. That we know of yet. It's the same concept that when you look at a picture or look at the woods, you will see a face. Mm-hmm. Because that's what our brains are, you know, wired to do. You're gonna you find something familiar. Yeah. What Same thing. Para, Paradoia. Paradoia. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, again, call it what you will. So the next one I got is the story of Mike Woolley, who was uh, just your typical deer hunter. Yeah. And he would took this path many many times. He would go up a logging trail, and he I think it was about thirty minutes up the trail and he would go off the trail and that's where he'd hunt. he had his deer stand and all that stuff up too um, and he's sitting out there just like any other time nothing out of the ordinary and then a doe runs out a younger doe runs out and right in front of him lays down like it's exhausted like it's just and his first thought is like well you know maybe they're in rut yeah. maybe a big buck has been chasing this thing that calls me back to that experience with my dad the robo Exactly. You know what I mean? Oh, like, the deer that yeah, jumped, tried to jump in the yeah. fucking boat. That's right. Fucking running out of the hedgerow, jumped in the boat, put its front legs in the boat, went, threw up, and they had a heart attack. Died. Right. Like, what deer does it? Like, they I don't. Mean, never seen. Like, what I thought was it running three. from? That's what that's I mean. the thing. So that's, that's what this guy had said. He goes, you know, his first initial thought was it has to be running from a big buck that's been chasing it for however long. Because it literally, and it just. In clear sight, really, it's just not a thing that happens. You know what I mean? Um, and shortly thereafter, this doe lays down. He says, well, the only way he could describe it, a gorilla jumped out of a tree. It goes down. And, uh, you know, he's thinking, it's got to be, like, a gorilla escaped from the zoo. It has to be it. Again, you're trying to find a logical yeah, solution. Yeah, yeah, you're it's always going to look for that. And he's like, well, shit, you know, I'm, I'm hundreds of miles away from any zoo, so it can't be that. And he's like, well, maybe there's a circus, because, again, you're trying to wrap yeah. your head around this. He's like, there's no no circus in town. I mean, it's just not a thing that, that's happening. Um, Did your story reminded me of something, Kurt. My dad told me, walking not far from there, up, yeah, so up your, up your runway, he was uh, walking up near the hedgerow down the runway. He's coming back from hunting. And he said he just, he, he never forgot it. He goes, I could never explain why. He said he just got this, like, weird feeling. Yeah. He yeah. said everything got really quiet. And he said all of a sudden, these deer just came hauling ass out of the hedgerow, just yeah. out of nowhere. That hedgerow, dude, that, yeah. that's where I saw it. Saw it on thermal. Yeah. Saw that weird shit on thermal. Yeah. Dan shot it. They unloaded Dan and Nate <laughs> as little kids, like, they, you know, like they were shooting BB guns at sunfish because we were just sick fucks. Like, <laughs> we, uh, we won't go into those stories, but <laughs> I just now, like, since you said that, started to recall the yeah. Yeah, yeah. I swear we're not as malicious as it sounds, no. but anyway. That, but, uh, yeah, he had, yeah. He, Nate was kind of a city boy, and he was like, What do I do? I got one in the chamber or whatever, with a, you know, 10 pump BB gun. And Dan was like, I'll just shoot in the hedgerow. Yeah. So he goes, Pew! And shoots it. And it hit something. 
and it, whatever it was screamed like a banshee and shook the whole fucking headroom. And him and Nate me that. just took off fucking yeah. I remember him time. telling me that. Because I remember the same spot. he told me that story. I remember him telling me that story and then we the four of us were out in the woods onset of winter. Yeah. All all the foliage had fallen off the trees. Could see all the way down yeah. to the far end of the That's woods. That's not a big woods. I'm no, no. That's not big. How many acres? How old were yeah. you guys? Couldn't even tell you, honestly. Young, right? Young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, probably pre-teens. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you mind, but... No, no, no. It's sort of like a Bigfoot thing, too. My uncle and aunt had a cabin in Hornell. And uh, my cousin and I, we decided we found there's this huge raspberry patch. Hmm. We thought if we'd, like, flatten it out, we could build a fort in there. It'd be perfect. We could stay there. There's food supply, the raspberries, all that stuff. So we were out there hours trying to make our fort and all that stuff. And all of a sudden, we start hearing, the trees shaking. We're looking, and we couldn't have been, like, nine, maybe, you know. And this huge tree shaking. We hear all this. We're like, oh, my God. What is that? And we, like, yeah. try to move the, the bushes aside to see. <laughs> I turn around. My cousin is gone. He took out running. <laughs> I was like, oh, hell no. I start chasing. I swear to God, I don't think his feet touched the ground at all. We get down to the cabin. And everybody is laughing their asses off. Yeah. It was my uncle came. Oh, was okay. scaring us to come down Dude. and get dinner. Actually, I swear to God, that? we would have wet our pants. <laughs> Do you remember we were, again, young, young. We were all in your room, and there was the one night we heard a, it sounded like a slap against yeah, the Yeah, 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 banging hard. Yeah. We were like, what the fuck? We are like freaking the fuck out, like dead silent. It was your dad. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Which we didn't find out until, you know, years later. But I remember that, like, so terrified. No, that house was it had some creepiness to it though. Yeah, There's yeah. Definitely like some hauntings going on. There. But anyway, so back to the story about Mike Woolley. So he sees this thing jump out of the tree, and his immediate reaction too is like, "Well, maybe it's a person," mm-hmm. you know, because like again, you, you're trying to rationalize what's going on. So he starts yelling at this thing, and uh, no real reaction from the thing at all. I think what I was reading it too, it said it. He started yelling at it, and it didn't do anything. It didn't acknowledge him yeah. until he raised his scope, until he raised his rifle and put his scope on this thing. And as soon as he did that, the thing looked directly at him yeah. in the fucking scope. Like, it yeah. looked, made eye contact with him. And it curled his lips, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, That's whoa. a common <laughs> thing, yeah. And it said, he said it was such detail that it had flat human teeth. You know, he could see these things. Even to the point where, like, it had eyelashes. So, again, he's like, well, Jesus, you know, is this, a like, a feral human? Yeah, yeah. You know, somebody... And that, that's the thing, too. There are people that live in the woods that are not... I mean, it's, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually they're covered in hair. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he raises his scope to this thing, and whatever it is, um, the thing s- screams at him. Like he said, it's one of those screams that you could he could feel it yeah. in his chest. That's a, that's exactly what Dan Dan was talking about. Like when he shot that video, like just massive. There's some sort of like high. sonic. Yeah, it, yeah, it's wild. Um, and then he said, after the thing screamed at him, he started hearing whistling like in the far distance. And then this thing and then starts to whistle towards whatever it is. Like, can you imagine? You're like, oh yeah, it's like. You think like, right? Like, (laughs) yeah, literally calling his friends. (laughs) Maybe it's Bigfoot knees for motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, you know what? You you have to wonder. Like these Sierra sounds. That's one of I I really buy into the Sierra sounds. Yeah, those. Yeah, that that shit. Because those guys, like, again, had nothing to gain by going on. I don't think when he went out there, he was like, "I'm gonna record this because you know it happens so often." You ever heard those, bro? No. Oh, they're fucked up. It's crazy. They call it samurai chatter. Samurai whatever. Samurai chatter. Like, people yeah. have gone through yeah. and like check the frequencies and like this is not human. Like it's not possible know. for yeah, a human to create possible. these. That sound, that frequency. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's so creepy, dude. Because pretty much they they started hearing this and they would 
try to imitate it and they would do it back. It would get responses. And and it would, yeah. Dude, when I found out they were only behind those fucking yeah. big logs. It was like logs, a shitty like teepee <laughs> made of logs. Lean to made a huge. Using horses and donkeys to carry oh. And they still have not disclosed the location yeah. of this place. Like there's only like a handful of people now of which some have passed away. Yeah, yeah. Because it was Meldrum or Bindernagel. I can't remember who they I can't remember. Yeah, it doesn't matter, but. When you see the structure that they're in, that yeah. makes it even that much yeah. fucking more terrifying because it is. It's just logs. Well, up it's linguists have, have checked the, the 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 sounds too, and they're like, "There's definite language." An actual language. Yeah, yeah there was Which a guy. Is scary as fuck. I, was he Navy? That's what he did in the Navy. Yeah, like he yeah. would decode like transmissions from yeah, whatever, so like whatever they're saying back. Like they're speaking something. They're like, yeah. yeah. I don't think it should be scary. I would, like that'd be a revelation that you could decipher and. Actually, communicate if they're friendly. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what, that's what the guy was talking about. He's like, how you like cite your language? Spear chucker is on It's repetition. Know. You know, like when you go back and you're trying to decipher Sumerian or whatever it was. You yeah. do it by repetition, so then you can be like, well, he said apple. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Whatever. Whatever. So you'd whatever. Have to, you'd have to get a wide breadth of. Them of them young, doing it. Yeah. That's the problem. Is that no yeah, be, sit down. To, right. Yeah, yeah. It'd be kind of like. Uh, that movie Arrival where they have to decipher the heptapods. Right, exactly. And you do, you have to have a, a really long, large range of them doing it to be able to like start to yeah. decipher it. Yeah. Obviously, that sounds, Sierra sounds are wild. That yeah. shit is, is yeah, but yeah, anyway. If you listen to that, like, go look it up and put on headphones. Oh, we'll put it on on the it. fucking Bluetooth when yeah. we go out there. I, I hope do it, it doesn't attract anything. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. We gotta. <laughs> if you work, hear those stories, because people will go out and they'll play, like through speakers, the sounds that they'll hear, yeah, like the whoops and shit, calls, and then yeah. they get responses yeah, to that yeah, shit as well. Or like people will put, um, like babies crying, oh god, in like projected into the woods, and they'll get that back. Some of those. That's another thing too. When they mimic things. Dude, I gotta didn't, hear this. Didn't that woman say it's, that it's it was mimicking her dogs when she would so, let them out so at night? This, there was a story, too, and I don't know if we touched on this in the last one or not. It doesn't matter. But they had bought this property, and they had bought an adjacent property across from the one that they had purchased, however many acres it may be. And she would go and let her dogs out and then, obviously, call them back. And then after a certain amount of time... She would go out and let her dogs out and then start to hear the names of her dogs being called to her. Yeah. So they can mimic actual, like, our and language. she said, she goes, you know, it's, I could tell that it wasn't a person because it was just off enough. Like, you know, like when oh, someone speaks crazy. in an accent, <laughs> you know, like when I, I'll fuck around and like talk in a British accent, someone from the UK is going to know, like. Obviously, I'm not from there. It's just off enough for them to realize that you're not from there. And that was what she had said. She had said that, like, when it would call the names back, called the dogs, it was just a little off that you couldn't tell that it wasn't a person doing it. But they knew the names. The names were clear. Same thing happened. Like, the husband would go across to the adjacent property and he would try to clear the land. And, like, occasionally she would call to him for whatever reason. And at some point, something would start to call his name back to her. And I mean, say what you want, but but that's another story too. That people talk about hearing like babies crying in the woods, almost like something's because in human nature, yeah, yeah, you're gonna go to try to help, and um, you, you there's stories of people hearing babies crying, and they'll like go to them and. Again, like the the woods will go completely silent. Not a cricket, not a bird, not a nothing. And then you you know, at that point you're obviously like, well, this can't be real. From a logic standpoint, they go out and you're like, Well, this can't be real either, but maybe on some off chance there is something out there. Well if they learn to mimic that as a sign of a trap, because if a human heard a baby crying in the middle of the woods, what are we gonna do? You're going towards it. We're gonna go and try to save that baby. You know? I, as a father, of, you can attest to yeah. it too. There's something about the sound of an infant crying that triggers something in your brain, good or bad. And I, I can see why, like, you, you know, you hear stories of parents, like, flipping out. But There's different types of cries. You learn yeah. that yeah. very, very yeah. quickly, too. But your natural instinct is to remedy that, yeah. whatever it may be. And I couldn't have spoken on that three years ago. I would have been like, 
yeah, what, what the fuck ever, like, you're full of shit. But now that I've lived it, <laughs> and you do, and it very, very quickly you start to realize, well, she's hungry, or she's shit, or whatever the hell it may be. Yeah, in the beginning, that's the only way they know how to communicate. Communication, yeah. exactly. Because they know we react to that, so it that's is, what It is, it's so you know? deeply instilled in us to react and try to remedy that. And then, I mean, if something's figured that out, and that's why they mimic that particular noise, because that is the story that comes up and go over and over again, when, like, babies... The Wisp of the Woods, or the Willow, what do they call it? Yeah. Yeah. Like the old folklore. Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, like, lures you out there with the lantern. But, yeah, that woman <laughs> on that property, she would hear her dog's names being called back to her before she called her dogs back, which is fucking bananas to think about. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine... That's the craziest thing I've heard so far. No shit. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So far, that's the one that got me But going, it's a common what? thing. And another common theme throughout all these stories, too, is mechanical noises. Yeah. Like, people will say they hear a car door shut where there's not a car for 50 miles. Or like a metal door Or like a metal... Yeah. Shut, and it's yeah. almost like whatever it is or isn't or whatever you want to believe has learned what we deal with in daily life that may or may not attract us to that noise. Um, and then there's other theories that it could be like some kind of portal opening. Like, well, they're coming in. So I remember, I remember in Missing 411 that when that old guy went missing, the guy said he heard a noise he had never heard in the woods before. Yeah. And I was like... An unnatural sound. Yeah, he's like, that. that's fucking like creepy. Heavy, Wait, he said he heard that after he came back? or he No, after... Like around the time that it was, it was prior to the time frame where the guy went missing. They were all sitting there waiting. Oh, somebody um, else said they heard that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, it was, okay, it was okay. one of the guys. Like they were, they were literally yeah, sitting, sitting on these rocks, waiting for the younger guys to drive the deer or whatever they were after towards them. Right, right. And he said he just heard a noise that he had never heard in the woods before. And then he says, next thing you know, this guy's missing. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, make of that make of that what you want, but that creeps me out. Oh, yeah. yeah, right. Whether it be something's going on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's some. Regardless of whatever you want to say about it, whatever you believe, whatever you think, there's some dangerous shit out there. Whether it's well, again, right, I don't give a shit what like, you believe, but people yeah, are going missing yeah. regularly in specific areas. Yeah. Triangles, to be more specific. Yeah. People have literally, you did it with Orleans County. <laughs> the Orleans Triangle. <laughs> Orleans County <laughs> yeah, Triangle. Again, like, whether oh, you want Lord. to believe it or not, the fact of the matter is, is people are going missing, and there's little to no explanation as to why. Yeah. We told this on the first one that we did. Um in, it was in one. It might have been the first missing four hundred and eleven. <clears throat> the little kid, whose family was out picking berries, and in such a place where it didn't make sense for him, them to find. I think they found his shoes on the other side of a mountain. Yeah. Your natural instinct as a child is not to go up an incline. You no. go a path of least resistance. Yeah. You're not going to do that. Right. It doesn't make any sense. Over and over again, too. It's like, and how long would it take a child? Again, there's no there. way yeah. for a child to do that yeah. steep of an incline, yeah. not be found. After living in Tennessee, dude, I will not, fu- like, climbing those fucking mountains right. is a nightmare. Uh, right. Like, so imagine a child. Blood. My fucking daughter, who's two years old. Will run around for like an hour, and you can see how tired her little legs are. Yeah. That's flat fucking ground. You know what I mean? That's not an incline. And then these. And as a father, you love that because you know nap time is coming up. Yeah, man. <laughs> she loves being outside, but like I take her outside because I know it's gonna yeah. wear her ass. Yeah, wear. yeah. And yeah. you can see it. You can see it happen. Like her little legs just start to slow. Keep going. Keep going. You got this. Yeah. But again, yeah, it doesn't make any sense, and it, it doesn't. This, this is not like terrain that is even easy for grown ass no. these are hiking yeah. Yeah. places people don't hike yeah. loose rock yeah. whatever it may be going off the beaten path dude is so difficult in miles sure like, I, it's so bad right like, me I, and Dan I, tried to do it we walked in, uh, from North Carolina to Tennessee like from his house on the railroad tracks and he was like well let's take a shortcut we tried to take a shortcut not so much of a no. shortcut <laughs> I, knew, I, I thought I was going to die like I right. was like dude this is the worst fucking idea we've ever had I was sweating my ass off. Like, we were trying to follow this river like it'd be easier. No. No. It was fucking worse. So that, again, adds to the, the point that it's just not a thing that a child is going to do. No. Especially now no. having the experience of having a small that's, child. 
that's a lot of the things that Politis looks into, like actual studies of missing person behavior, like yeah. what they will do. And yeah. there was that one guy on his documentary, like he actually flies over these areas in a helicopter so you can see it. The one dude took his boots off and was walking across jagged rocks. <laughs> yeah. Right. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. There was the one, and again, I think I'm pretty sure we touched on this in the, the first one too, but it's relevant to this. They found the one guy, he was dead, propped up against a tree, and his backpack and all of his supplies were on a small island in the river. Yeah. Like something had put him there, yeah. put his supplies there, and it almost made him walk. It's like it's like they they put these people there that as a warning. Or they, they like put them in areas that the National Guard or whoever had already walked through. Yeah. You hear that, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. hear about That sounds like a warning. That sounds like a warning. Yeah. Could be. I mean, there's also stories, too. There was one where a guy had disappeared. They found his pickup. The windshield was smashed in. And then they found, like, a leg here. You know, part of his body up in a fucking tree. Where it's not like a bear's. Yeah. A bear's not taking your ass up in a tree. You know, no. it's not like it's Africa where, like, you know, jaguars and shit are yeah, yeah. pulling you up a tree. It, it just doesn't happen. No. Um, quickly, to end the Mike Woolley story, we'll circle back around to that. Basically, what had happened was, after he had done all this and raised his rifle towards the thing, another one walks out of the tree line and stands right next to the one that he had originally been looking at. And they're both yeah. looking him dead like, ass. Oh, you're going to shoot him? Well, I'm going to come get you. Right. Yeah. And only his only thought at that point was, like, I got to bail gotta get out of here so he makes a beeline for his truck and this is the part that freaks me out because it's tactics yeah oh, they yeah. flanked him so he got to his truck while the one thing was pacing him and then when he got in his truck he looked in the rear view and whatever the other one was was behind him yeah. so they were literally corralling him out and where that, they you know where yeah, they wanted i think that speaks to the the whole nobody can get a body because if if, if they're smart they're not by themselves correct so if you get one of them, you think you're good and whatever, and the other one you don't see, it's going to ambush you and it's going to... Well, and that actually ties into the, yeah. the next one that I got, the Siege of Hanovia, is, yeah. is, I think is how it's pronounced. Um, and I like this when Wes Germer was talking about it. He's like, the point that I want to make about these people were... These were not just some random ass hillbillies blasting into the fucking woods because no. whatever. He said, because when I had the conversation with Tim and Mike with the brothers who bought the properties, he was like, these guys are really intelligent human beings. And again, not that money makes you intelligent, but they had money to buy these properties. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like they had, they were to, people they were together. They had their shit together. Together. For the, you know, for the most part anyway. Um, so they bought this, uh, one guy had bought a 30 acre property with the intentions of, like, I think, I don't know if his father owned a, a property near it or whatever it was, but he kind of wanted to keep it in the family, was the idea of it. So he bought this property. His brother bought another property next near or next to him. Um, and immediately, they had started seeing things, figures, but it wasn't anything aggressive at that point. And I didn't realize this, too, when I was reading about this. This wasn't, like a two-week process. This yeah. was a year and a half that <laughs> yeah. this shit went on and progressively got more and more and more and more aggressive. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, the one time, the one... I just took cliff notes, basically, is what happened here, but, like, the guy and his wife were eating dinner and uh, something... They heard a, a scream is what they thought they heard. And... Something comes up and slaps the side of the house. So much so that as they're eating dinner, the china cabinet that they had rattled to the point. Like, something hit that fucking house so hard yeah. that a cabinet started to rattle. And it just gets, like, it's slight as it goes, too. It's not like one night, you know, yeah. they're slapping the house, next night they're whatever. It just, the escalation is very slight as it goes on. And again, you're talking almost two years' time, and which makes sense. It's a slow terror, too. Like, over time, like, man, that would drive you crazy. And I th you have to have, again, speaking to the intelligence of whatever they may or may not be, you have to wonder if that's intentional. Yeah. Like, how far can we push yeah. and continue to push and continue to push before whatever we want out goes out? Yeah, yeah. You know, what, how can we break them? And that's mm -hmm. pretty much how the story goes. Um, so the guy, he specifically mentions, too, how it's always just after midnight and always... 
ends just oh, before sunrise. Yeah, and that would, that would drive me mad. And it so, just shows intention. Like, yeah. these things, whatever they were or weren't, whatever, have intentions. They yeah. they they know what the intelligence... I know what I'd be doing. I'd be dreading midnight every day. And that's what he says. Every day. Every single night. He goes, I didn't sleep for a year. Yeah. Um, and again, <laughs> just makes you more and more fucking crazy. You start talking about uh, sleep deprivation. And so... Let's see what we got here. Um, and it was, and it again progressed, and they would start to like bang on the windows of the house slightly, not enough to break them or whatever. Um, and then there was he said how they would they would hunt obviously because it's very rural, and they had five deer carcasses in a shed as you would do to hang them, you know. And then the one night, all five deer carcasses disappeared, and like I've I've you know, butchered deer before and, like, help people process deer and shit like that. You're not just throwing a deer carcass on your fucking shoulder and walking out the <laughs> yeah, They're right. fucking hundred, even broken down, gutted, the whole thing. <laughs> I don't know about you. <laughs> I've cut meat for 20 years. I'm telling you right now, it's not a thing you do. No, I'm playing, I'm playing. I'm but playing. <laughs> You're like Schwarzenegger in the beginning. So, again, it's, it's just not, a, like, a thing. Five deer carcasses, whether it's one or multiple of these things, disappear. And you don't just walk yeah, again. Yeah. It's not conspicuous where you're just like, I'm out of here. Yeah, who, who's gonna steal a deer carcass? I mean, really, like, not I'm somebody fine. very hungry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then again, they at some point they had chickens, and they had, it was specific with the number. They had thirty chickens. All thirty chickens disappeared, and they had found that would piss me off. Right, mm-hmm. but they had started very. to find like in the area. Eggs, like something had broken the eggs and like sucked the egg out of the shell, which is creepy too. Well, it was a fucking weird little snack. <laughs> <laughs> but for 30 chickens, I don't know if you've ever been around chickens, you can't get near a chicken coop quietly. Hmm. It's not a thing. Yeah. You spook chickens and they go fucking Oh, yeah, they go yeah. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. 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 So to be able to do that silently, again, take from it what you will, but. That's what happened. Um, and then eventually, they started, rocks had started to hit the house. Um, and pro- I think they said progressive inside. So, like, one night it would be, like, a softball-sized rock. And then all of a sudden it was, like, a volleyball-sized rock. And, like, you, you can tell when yeah. a pebble hits your house. Or, like, you know, a baseball-sized rock. It, yeah. The sounds are going to be different. Um, and they just completely progresses and progresses and progresses to a psychotic point if I remember right. to yeah to the point where then they were starting to rattle the door handles and shit like that yeah. but like not as if they were trying to get in but to let you know that like yeah, that's we know, we know how this works like yeah, yeah almost like yeah hey time. like yeah. if we want to yeah. we can we're just not right now yeah and this again, this is over a year and a half, almost two year time. I right? wish a motherfucker would. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you say that, because basically what this is the part that creeps me out, and it's, it's even worse that we're sitting here because if fuck, if something was to ever the button. Yeah. When it started to really escalate to the point where the guy was like, you know what, we gotta do something was when they started peeking in the windows of the children's oh, rooms. Yeah. And the windows like, I'm sorry. That's one of the things in even horror movies that always touches me, like when something is looking through a window yeah. and there's mm-hmm. just enough light where you can make out what it is, but yeah. not enough light to like make out that. I shit. would be on a mission to kill. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's what they did, if I remember. So right, and that's when Wes Gardner was talking about it on that podcast. Um, he eventually, the wife and the children. There's more to this too. So like, there, there was one time where his niece showed up. And the property, again, was like I had a locked gate, so he had to like open the gate, drive through, go back and lock the gate. And the one night his niece had showed up, and this is not chronically correct as to how it happened, but yeah. she had busted up her ankle, and he started hearing this screaming, so he was like, well, shit, maybe she like got out of the vehicle and like stepped on her ankle the wrong way, and that's what he thought he heard. Come to find out, three of these things were standing in the driveway in her headlight lights, illuminated by her headlights. Like, literally, she saw three of them? Three of them were standing in front of her headlights in the trail back to this house, and she fucking lost it. Mm, yo. And then there's another story, too, from this this one, where his sister showed up with two of her young kids. Same thing. 
opens the gate, comes through, goes back to lock it, gets back in the vehicle, and then all of a sudden some something starts throwing rocks at the vehicle. Mm. And yeah, obviously, she, you know, she starts losing her fucking mind. And then they make themselves seen again. So again, I don't. They didn't say a specific number. And these things are not like, you know, Harry and the Hendersons. Cute no, no. Like people, when people describe them, they're hideous. Hideous. Yeah. Right. It's like an abomination hideous. of yeah of God. Like that's what the, even the guy at work was saying when he saw that one. He said it was not of this world. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it, he just told me that today because we, we were talking <laughs> about it. Yeah. As you do in a, a setting yeah. like that, like you, you find the conversation. But yeah, so. <clears throat> his sister finally gets to the house and the kids that were in the vehicle one was tucked underneath the dash and the other one was cowering like in the back seat and they wouldn't get out of the car they refused to get oh, yeah. and they just kept screaming like monsters 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 so then yeah that's what happens finally this dude has had enough and he assembles I think friends and like siblings or whatever it was and I like too that they said specifically they had assault rifles like these guys were not out there with you know, twenty twos. These dudes were ready for whatever was to happen, and as it had happened throughout the course of the year and a half, these things showed up, and they start fucking blasting, start shooting at these things. And uh, I don't know if you've heard this part of the story too, but the property owner—I think his name is Mike, Mike or Tim—I can't remember now. It doesn't—it's not really matter. But he hit one of them in the head. He they he saw he saw and he, in his sight line he hit one of them in the head. I do remember that, yeah. And so after this happened, these things you know finally take off or whatever, and there was police reports and they found brain matter and blood on a trail, but they never found a body, never huh. found yeah. anything like that, um, which is just wild. So I love when police reports are brought into these stories because yeah. again, it's just credibility. Um, but they did. They found skull matter, like brain matter. Yeah. On a trail for however long it may or may not have been, and, and that makes me think that they they understand like it just speaks to their intelligence to me. Like if if they're flesh and blood, like they have to understand that they don't want to be they, popular or known about. You know what I mean? Like they don't want anyone to get a body. Well, I mean, in any war, no man left behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't want the enemy yeah. to find yeah. whatever it may yeah. be. And that might be like they might just be ritualistic to them too it might be like hey we gotta take care of this body because he died you know like we, right like we bury people and you know, put a grave on maybe they do something very well could don't be know. yeah that's the thing I mean it, it's speculation at best yeah because you don't know but that is a good point we know so little about what they do or don't do yeah maybe that's it they have to take care of that body yeah. because of, you know yeah. they're paying tribute or whatever and, they want. and it might be just because they're that intelligent where they're like we don't want people to know who we are could be. I mean, it, it could be. There's also a theory with that, that it's technology related. So, like, the people that say that they're aliens say that, like, it's tech related. So they don't want whatever, us to find whatever tech they may or may not have. So say we find a body and it's got a fucking shoulder cannon like a predator. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, that's, that's Well, I mean, for, uh, for you won't like be back. Space Hulk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not saying that I necessarily believe that, but that theory is out there. That it is such that yeah. what if they have a cloaking device yeah. on them? We yeah. find that. There's jigs up. That's it. We know. I tend to lean more towards ritualistic. Yeah. Because if you... I like to think that, at least. Right. I mean, it could, again, make it up as you will, but yeah, I mean, if, if one of us got shot... By whatever we're, we're dragging your ass back. Yeah, we're not it's gonna be like, oh, the fuck him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's really, really, really good mushrooms? Well, I mean, there's always that too. Because there is, there's, there's. I haven't heard that theory yet. No, there is stories though of people, not necessarily shrooms, but say that if you go out and you go into like a meditative state, you can see them. There is a way to communicate with them on a level that's like. Even for everybody. I've also heard, like, just being in nature, secluded, in solitude for an extended period of time, you will start to have very strange things happen. I believe it. Yeah. Well, there's, um, I just watched a, a YouTube video not that long ago of a guy who, there's a room that is 100% dead silence. There's no noise yeah. in that room. You and the crazy? Record, yeah, the record at one point was a, an hour. Like, people do not last yeah. an hour more in this room. And the guy's like, I want to break that record. And he... Started to say that like his the sound of his heartbeat started driving nuts because that was the only sound that he had. 
Hmm. And like the, his normal body functions and shit started driving nuts because like you're so used to yeah, this yeah. barrage of fucking noise oh, all the time. Yeah, I can eliminate that. that. Holy shit! Okay. The, just the thoughts going through your head. Yeah, that's what he like, said. Oh the guy said he goes, "You are so forced into your own head, and then you're forced to listen to your normal body functions that you start to go fucking nuts. You get lucid, which mm-hmm. makes sense. The absence of noise for us these days is not a thing. Yeah. Wherever you are, as silent as you think it is, it's not dead silent." Right. So, yeah, I, I imagine if you're in... Isolation tanks are kind of the same thing. Right? Same thing, yeah. same idea, yeah. And I'm pretty sure they've used them as, like, torture devices yeah. and shit, too. Yeah. It's no different than being in the hole in prison. You go fucking yeah. nuts. The absence of light... Solitary, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the absence of light and noise yeah. is not natural for us. No. That being said, if you are accustomed to the wilderness and that's what you live in, again... Yeah. Yeah, so it, it makes sense. Um, you still have that nature noise, yeah, you know? Yeah, at least, yeah. Right. So but when you don't be- hear that, you know it's... So here's an example. Having a kid. The most dangerous time when you have a kid is when it's dead fucking, fucking quiet. Silent, man. When there's it's no dead quiet, there's no something is going there's on and you need to get your ass up and go check <laughs> ASAP. When my daughter is silent, I know something. Yes, she's either doing some shit wrong, she's hurt, or whatever. Exactly. She knows she's doing something she ain't supposed to or some shit went down. So I think that would be kind of like being out in nature. Like you're used to hearing the insects, the leaves, the wind, the... And all of a sudden, if all that shit stopped, you'd be like, yo, what that. the fuck? Yeah. Yep. And that happens a lot. Like, it used to happen to the cast woods there. Like, you'd go, I'd go out there sometimes, and it was like, birds chirping, and it's a beautiful day, and then you go out other times, and it's silent. Immediately, you're like, something's wrong. Right. Like, nothing's making noise. Yeah, if the animals are quiet, it's for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah true. <laughs> That's why, like, in Indian stuff, too, like, when... Um, when it, there's a tiger around, yeah, like certain animals will sound off. Yeah. Other animals will completely fucking yeah. sound. Yeah. It's a sign of a, like a major apex yeah. predator it, it across the board. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, like you, even when they when they like a a, a predator kills something, like the woods will go silent. Right, everything knows what's going on. That's why they get yeah. quiet when we come yeah. around if yeah. we make ourselves well, noise. There's that too. Yeah, I don't know, man. You got anything else? That's. Uh, I think we've covered a wide variety (laughs) subject matter here. All right. uh, Signing out from the abandoned Boy Scout bunkhouse. Chernobyl. Chernobyl. (laughs) (laughs) You're saying these are uh, bunks over here? Yeah. Yeah. We will uh, see you guys next time. Toddlers.